0: Hey it's Valencia, um, Vi Jenkin on Twitter, V-A-J-E-N-K-I-N. And I wanted to take a minute to explain why I chose who I chose for my R&B March Madness brackets. Um, so before I get into it, um, the R&B side, they gave us different guidelines to follow, just or I guess it was kind of like a, a blueprint as to what to consider when you're trying to consider who would win. Um, so on top of the guidelines that they gave, there are things that I also look at um, just based on what type of competition it is. So it's an R&B group competition. So uh, one of the things that I consider is how the group functions and sounds as a unit, you know, not the lead vocalist or not the lead singer Um Who has their background vocals, you know, played and remastered behind their lead vocals. You know what I mean? It has to be the group as a whole flourishing. And that's first and foremost in terms of what I how I judge a group or the the body of music from that group, not an individual. So I think that's important to focus on. Um, And on top of that, I also, me personally, I like and listen to um overall production of a track as well as the lyrics. I'm one of those uh, people who really appreciate great lyrics and great music, um, the musicality, the production, the lyrics. All of that plays a huge role in me determining who I think would be um, the greatest R&B group. So that being said, we're going to start with the one and a seed, and I'll say on the East, which would be Destiny's Child against Brownstone. Destiny's Child took it, hands down, although I will say that Brownstone... They did have some um, powerhouse vocals. So, you know, they did have, have a great sound and all of them sounded pretty good. But of course, Destiny Shall Take That. We'll take that. Um, Then a three versus six seed of the East, BBD versus Pretty Ricky. First of all, who made the decision to put Pretty Ricky on the. Uh, <laughs> who even nominated Pretty Ricky? Jesus. Listen, I would have taken Day 26 over Pretty Ricky any day, but that's, that's another story. Pretty Ricky sucks, and they make me want to vomit, and they call themselves the Mavericks. So they shouldn't have <laughs> even been on these brackets. Bye, Pretty. Bye, Ricky. BBD advances. Oh, Okay, then the 4-5-C or to the East, that's Tony, Tony, Tony versus Immature. Now, this was hard for me because I really loved Immature. And I don't think that Tony, Tony, Tony really embodies what an R&B group is. I think Tony, Tony, Tony is more of a band. (laughs) They have the people who play the instruments and they have the lead vocalists. They have the vocalists. You know, uh, sometimes the people who play the instruments will offer background vocals but Raphael Sadiq is the face and the sound of the face and the vocalist of that RB band. (laughs) Um the the background singers, you know, or the background players were just a part of the band. Sometimes they offered up vocals, other times they didn't. It was Raphael Sadiq that we heard. But that music was so solid and I have the same issue with Mint Condition being on this list. Like this is a different type of sound. A band and a group are completely different. Um, what is his name? Um, Was it Stokely, I think? Oh, from Mint Condition. I can't think of his name, but he is the lead vocalist. He's the vocalist. And then he has a band behind him playing. Um, and Mint Condition and Tony, Tony, Tony alike. There's, I think it's Stokely Carmichael. It's Stokely, and then it's Raphael Sadiq. You know, they're the vocalists of the of that group and then they have their band playing in the background and that raw pure sound from those instruments make those songs so much greater than any R&B sound, in my opinion, ever could. So they shouldn't even be on this bracket. Um, and that's just my personal opinion. I won't really get too deep into that, but it really hurts my heart because I wouldn't I wouldn't dare want to knock them in condition off of this of, of these brackets. They are some of my favorite of all time. Um, but put up against these and the commerciality of all of this music, you know, trend, R&B stuff. I think that man condition and Tony, Tony, Tony don't really fit. But of course, Tony, Tony, Tony would have to advance over immature, even though I loved Immature's body of work. And I didn't really hear a single that they released that I didn't like. So immature, I'm sorry, but you got to go. That was an upset for me. Um, Tony, Tony, Tony advances. Um, next. Uh, seven C versus two C. So for real boys to men, of course, boys to men advances. Um, TLC versus H Town. For me, H Town advances. Uh, I didn't choose TLC over H Town, even though TLC was the one seed. Um, the reason being, um, TLC has a lot of their image is memorable. Um, they didn't have a classic sound to me. When I listen to their music, it's cool to jam to, it's cool to groove to, but it doesn't really evoke real emotion, you know? And the lyrics are cool. They talk about some things of, that, of from for that time, for that specific time in which they were living. You know, it was really no classic feel to their music, and it doesn't really make me feel a way today. Um, whereas H-Town... Ooh, um, uh, a thin line between love and hate. Even though that is a remake, that song, hearing them sing it, it just makes me feel it evokes so many emotions. And I won't say that I'm more I'm more attracted to ballads because that's not true. Um, because if I put um a thin line between love and hate or emotions by H Town up against Red Light Special, I'm going with <laughs> I'm going with H-town all the way. What's another one? Uh, Digging on You, TLC. If I put Emotions in a thin line between love and hate up against Digging on You and and Red Light Special, I'm still going with H-town. Like it, those songs and those sounds, like I, no comparison, and and TLC cannot compete. So, um, looking at their body of work as a whole, they definitely stood for something. Their image means something. Um, rest in peace, left rest in peace, Left Eye, but y'all gotta go. Uh bye. So H-Town advances there. Escape versus SWV. I love SWV, but Escape got it for me. Um when I look at Escape albums up against SWV albums and when I look at the at those groups as a whole, um Escape had everybody singing. SWV had Coco with the lead vocals and everybody else, you know, came in every once in a while, not really offering up much. You know, and again, when I look at a group, I look at the group and the sound in its entirety and Escape, you had uh, Latasha Scott, I think that's her name, lead vocalist, and you had Candy with the high pitch and you know slaying the kids when she wanted to offer it and then you have to tiny with her voice but it wasn't really small or weak and she still made the song sound good and she added her own flavor and then you had you know the other tamika which was latasha La- La- scott's sister she had a sound and they all sounded good there they as a unit they sounded great individual individually they all had a sound to offer so i had to go with escape over swv because it was just coco and you know the other two girls Lily. Um, I forget the other one's name. They had a pretty, a pretty standard sound, you know. But they didn't contribute much to the SWV sound. That was a Coco show. So I choose SWV. Um, I choose Escape over SWV. Um, Total V. Jagged Edge. I chose Total. Jagged Edge's body of work is basically it sounds the same. It mimics itself. It builds off of the last track. It's not really any unique flavor to Jagged Edge. And although those singles they dropped probably did well. And I liked them and I listened to them and I know the lyrics. There wasn't much change of variety there. And that didn't do anything for me. Um, Toto on the other hand, you know, the devil who is Diddy, he gets these groups together and he makes these phenomenal bodies of work. And then he just leaves them. So I don't blame their lack of longevity on not being a great group i blame that on diddy just destroying careers after he finished with people because total they had a nice sound and, and in terms of vocal powerhouses they were not but in terms of you know having the hits and sounding great and meshing well and making it work which is probably more production than vocals um i say TLC takes it um main condition versus public announcement that's Man condition i already explained that uh earlier with tony 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 so from the east for me it comes down to Destiny's Child versus Boys to Men. I chose Boys to Men. Um, Escape versus Men Condition, I chose Men Condition. And between Boys to Men and Men Condition, I chose Boys to Men. Um the things that well the groups that are probably people, baffle, pe- baffle people that were eliminated on my brackets, probably Destiny's Child, the only one. Um and that's because that was a Beyonce show. You know, if you're just honest about the sound of the group as a whole, that was a Beyonce show. There was Uh, there were a few times where um, Kelly participated or Latavia, Latoya, they participated, Pharaoh, when she was a part of the group, and even Michelle. Like, they had small snippets here and there, but when you dissect those vocals, that's Beyonce played behind, Beyonce lead played over Beyonce background vocals and um, ad lib from Beyonce. The production was Beyonce, okay? It was Beyonce, 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 and they offered in whatever they could, when they could. Um, Their body of work, The Destiny's Child body of work, I love all three of their albums. I can play them today and still enjoy them. Um, I I didn't think that their videos had much impact outside of Survivor. Maybe Bootylicious, because you can say it was embracing curves of black women, but girl, Beyonce was just trying to twerk and be the little hood rat. She is deep down in her soul. That's what I took from Bootylicious, and as far as Survivor... I like the remix because the brat was on there and I'm from Chicago. Other than that, not much impact in their videos. They did the uh, girl video, which was a sex in a city type of rendition. You know, not much impact in their videos, but uh, their body of work was more so Beyonce than anyone else. So as a group, you know, I can't really say that as a group, they were awesome, um, even though the group is who would take credit for the success um but if you look at those credits and you go back and look at those discs you'll see Beyonce all up and through that songwriter producer lead vocals background vocals like Jesus why where's the contribution from the remainder of the group so that's why I had to eliminate Beyonce or Destiny's Child because that was a Beyonce show um and them as a group uh they didn't do much for me in terms of sound Again, because it was a Beyonce show, so if anyone was wondering why anybody was eliminated, I'm sure will be Destiny's Child, and that's why. Um, so that's from the East. Boys to Men advances. The West, New Edition v versus Dirty Money. I chose New Edition. Dirty Money didn't have much longevity. They had some hits. That Last Train of Paris still gets play in my Apple Music um, playlist or stations or whatever the case. Um, but just up against New Edition, uh, no contest silk v in vogue i went with in vogue even though i love the lead singer of silk i love his falsetto i love how high high pitch he gets and they are unique sound um why wasn't shy on this list i i don't know why shy wasn't on this list because comforter um later oh comforter was a jam maybe you all consider them one hit wonders i don't know but um shy probably should have been there before high five or next uh, and Day 26 as well, but I won't go there. So between Silken and In Vogue, and Vogue advances. Between High Five and Next. High, Vi- High Five advances, even though they're probably... Well, no, I like High Five. I can't go there. High Five advances. 702 and Guy. Guy advances. Jodeci and Ideal. Jodeci advances. Drew Hill and After 7. Now, this was tough. Um, Drew Hill was one of my all-time favorite R&B groups of all time. But up against After 7, like... Kavon Edmonds voice is like amazing and babyface like his brothers they are a talented group of men I don't know why Kavon Edmonds didn't have as much shine as babyface probably because he didn't do as much as babyface but his voice is ridiculous like Kavon Edmonds on no love one of my favorite joints like Kavon Edmonds that man can sing you hear me he can sing, um, so I hate that after seven has to be eliminated so soon. And I'm sure people don't even know who they are uh, well, but I do. And I hate that they have to leave because I love that I love them vocally, I really do. But Drew Hill has it for me. Drew Hill takes it. Um, B2K versus one twelve. I went with 112, even though B2K was awesome, but they couldn't sing. You know they couldn't. Omarion was mediocre at best, and he carried them. So as a group, you know, listen to 112 and the harmonies. Of course, Slim led, but you still had, um I forget the dark skin got uh. Mike, Duran, Duran sang and Duran still sings and he has some uh, vocals in-, in their tracks too and then there were other ones where they were harmonizing so um, 112 takes it, the other guys from B2K couldn't sing they were like a heartthrob boy band so y'all know, that's not real R&B, maybe contemporary R&B but not what I consider R&B, so bye B2K um, LSG, uh, Keith Sweat, Gerald Laverde, um, Johnny Gill Individually awesome awesome individual artists they were awesome as a group maybe they did they clashed or they didn't get along well whatever but nah lsg shouldn't even been on here they had like um my body and one other track like by lsg individually awesome artists um as a, as a trio no not too much so black street of course takes that one of my favorite songs joy by black street oh, it's one of my favorite songs um dave hollister he gets me together so that's Blackstreet takes that from those It went from Blackstreet v. Jodeci and New Edition v. Guy, Jodeci advances and New Edition advances. Um, now, I had a hard time and I'll tell you all why Jodeci beat out New Edition, because New Edition has a very, very solid body of work. But when you think back to New Edition's um, prime, it was in the 80s. When New Edition came into the 90s, and if and if we're being fair in the guidelines are the 90s and afterwards, go back and look at all of New Edition's hits. I'm almost 96% sure that New Edition's hits were in the 80s, not the 90s. And in the 80s when they were teenagers, it had that teeny bop type sound, you know what I mean? Like the Jackson 5 type sound, like the not really a mature R&B type sound, if that makes sense um even though the the sound doesn't take away from the quality because the shit was still awesome and it still sounded good but if you think to the 90s and beyond with the body of work that new edition get had or they you know released it was like hit me off and i'm still in i don't even know if i'm still in love with you was then but it was like two or three tracks so i couldn't i can't put that up against the joke against jodeci in the 90s and beyond i couldn't but I just wanted to explain why New Edition, you know, lost against Jodeci, and that's my reasoning behind it, because individually, and when you look at New Edition, and and the harmony is awesome, the sound is awesome, the body of work is awesome, the video, I still know all the steps from every little step I take. Like, New Edition, oh, Candy, uh, Candy Girl, come on, like, New Edition was awesome, but What you can look at these groups and take from them is that all of them had a certain type of sound going, a certain type of, ah, a certain type of sound as it related to that point in time. So you know what I mean? Like the, uh, the music of the, of the new millennium, the 2000s and beyond was the Destiny's Child, the Pretty Ricky, the B2K, you know, all of those type of people, they had similar sounds, um, and if you go back to the '90s, you know, the, if it was a, if it was contemporary R&B, they had a sound. And if it was more soul, like just regular rhythm and blues, they had a similar sound. So New Edition doesn't even fit anywhere in here with that sound. They do not. Um, they are in a class of their own, pretty much, like Men um, Condition and Tony 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 because it was kind of like that. They were still babies. <laughs> they were boys, like pre uh, pre oh shit, I can't even get the word out. prepubescent. You know, and um, so that's what I have to say about New Edition. I hate they have to go because New Edition is one of my favorite groups of all time. But they uh, up against Jodeci with that sound. Now they couldn't, they couldn't compare against Jodeci. Um, and last but most certainly not least, Jodeci v. Boys to Men it came down to it, and I had to give it to Boys to Men. Um, and here is why: the harmonies, awesome. Juan Ye was the lead singer, but you also had Shine doing a lot of the leads. Um, what was his name? Was it? Uh, I can't think of the name. The one with the deep voice. It wasn't Nathan, was it? Um, I'm not certain, but the deeper voiced um, group member, he sort of narrated the song it's like when he when he spoke or whenever he did whatever part of the song that he was there to provide or give like the arrangement of it was Perfect to where it was even. He was either at a climactic point of the song, like okay, this song is about to go up, and he's about to he's about to mellow you out, and then Yae finna come and and scream his head off and blow you away. It was like the preparation for what was to come. So every time I heard his voice, I knew something great was about to happen, and that's crazy. Like and then oh shoot, I just get so excited when I talk about voice to me. And so that was awesome because that puts me in the mind of a story like they're telling a story through this through this song like through their sound they're telling a the story the arrangement i don't know who arranged their their bodies of work but the arrangement was just like fucking awesome like top-tiered like jesus thank you boys to man um then just their individual voices listening to them sing a cappella you can hear contributions from everyone from everyone even if it was the uh in the still of the night when he did in the still of the night you know uh the deeper voice member i can't think of his name but he was offering a doodle like he still had his contribution and it played a it played a role and it sounded great and it meshed well the harmonies just they were in harmony and that's what a group is supposed to be they are supposed to be in harmony and i appreciate that from boys to men and then even their impact those videos if you think about it look at all the soundtracks that boys to men you know was on like so many soundtracks Coolie high Coolie high is a classic and not just because i'm from chicago Coolie high that movie is a classic they were on that soundtrack um boomerang soundtrack um a lot of great movies in the 90s they were in those soundtracks uh soul food you know a song for mama you know they were these great movies and these great soundtracks and these hits that solidified or they uh basically were the forefront of those films which were were very much so impactful in the urban community boys to me had that impact as well and i don't think people uh consider that much um, so the videos, they had the different stars in their videos, you know, Dwayne Martin was in, um, I think I'll make love to you. You know, they had, I believe they had Robin Givens in a couple of, uh, videos, uh, up and coming stars and that had this influence, you know? Um, That means that they were doing something right for people to want to, for those stars to want to be in those videos or for people to bring those stars to those videos, you know. Or maybe it was just marketing, whatever, but it still had its impact because I remember them being in a video years later. I can't tell you who was in the TLC video, but TLC. How about that? Um, So outside of that, what else? The body of work. Like, one of my favorite songs of all time, and I know I've listed a lot of favorites, but Four Seasons of Loneliness is one of my favorite of three songs of all time. And if you listen to that, the, the lyrical content, they say, um, In comes the winter breeze that drifts, In comes the winter breeze that, What is it? In comes the winter breeze. Oh, that chills the air and drifts the snow. And I imagine kissing you under the mistletoe. Um, when autumn shares the leaves the trees are bare when you're not here it doesn't feel the same like listen to what they're comparing a relationship with the woman to every season And how with the seasons change my emotions change based on how i feel when this woman is not here that's some awesome shit okay Jodas he said baby won't you just stay for a little while it just cannot compare i'm sorry those lyrics i'm i'm fucking 12 years old like jesus If my mama leave me, I'ma feel like this, and I just felt like I felt like boys to men because whatever they sang in most of their records, I could feel, and I felt like you know I related, even if I did not, I related. And when there's a group or artists who make you feel whatever they're trying to convey in that song, it means something that's special. You know, so Boyz to Men, they had the body of work. You know, they had a lot of singles for every, you know, um, every emotion. You know, you want to celebrate. A song for Mama. Let's celebrate Mother's Day. A song for Mama. Um, you're getting cheated on. Uh, end of the road. You know, um, I'm in love. I'll make love to you. You know, uh, please don't go. You're leaving me. Please don't go away from me. <laughs> you know, um, somebody died. It's so hard to say goodbye um what else I'm okay you left me but I'm okay doing just fine you know four scenes like all of these all of these different situations you know if you're happy if you're sad uh thank you in advance you know I don't even know you I, I've seen you but I know that you're gonna be mine in the future like these are lyrics and the content so many people can relate to it And that is why I chose Boys to Men over Jodeci. Jodeci has hits. Jodeci had an impact. Jodeci had a sound, but it just didn't give me what Boys to Men did as in its entirety. And if you strip Casey and JoJo from Jodeci, I don't even know who Jodeci is. Like I know who the members were, but you wouldn't hear a thing. If you take Y.A. away, the lead singer, then Shine and I think it was Nathan could still get you together with that deep bass sound and, and and Shine's melodic voice. So. All in all, I chose boys to Men, um, and I tried to dissect it as well as I can. And I was probably animated and, and very high-strung, but that's because this music stuff means a lot to me. Um, and that's pretty much all I have. If you have any questions, feel free to shoot me an email, tweet me, you know, whatever, whatever. And there we have it. All right.